All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get-together. And she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. Marshalls. I gotta make sure I got everything cut down over here. I'm not being interrupted by the ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't be getting interrupted. No, can't be getting interrupted by that. Now we're going to talk about this movie that I saw earlier today. One of the movies that kind of pushed me back today. Was it worth it? The movie I'm talking about is Antlers. Or uh, some people like to call Antlers out there. Uh... This is a horror movie. Some of you might have seen the trailer for it. Some mm. of you are looking forward to it because you like horror movies. But it's not just a horror movie. Y'all see, see, see that Fox searchlight, searchlight pictures? It ain't like 20th Century Fox or 20th Century Pictures now where they you know, do all that superhero shit mm. and all that funny business. No. When you're working with Fox Searchlight. Is it art? That's art. Yes. It might be hard, but it's art. Yes, people, this is this is a horror movie that aims high. This is a horror movie that tries to tackle a lot of messages. Poverty, child abuse, sexual abuse. The monster's like, damn, I don't need to be here, man. Right, <laughs> yeah. Shit, it's not like it's horrible enough. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> fuck with that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, exactly. Do, hey, monster's like, y'all need me around. You're doing yeah. well on your own. Yeah. Things are nice and horrible without me. Right, y'all need to get y'all shit together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> y'all yeah, got it. <laughs> y'all need I'm, Jesus. I'll, I'll be because yeah, you need Jesus because shit, they don't need me. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> yeah, y'all be over here if you need me, though, mm -hmm. which don't sound like you will. Mm. Uh, but all those things. Poverty, child abuse, sexual abuse. And oh yeah, as if that wasn't enough. I told you they aim high. Oh yeah, the environment. Oh boy. <laughs> Environmental message. Oh shit. Man done pissed off nature again. That's what happens. And then we're going to turn around and call her a bitch when it's us that did it, man. That's what you say. That's what happens. That's how it goes. What did y'all say to Mother Nature this time? She is pissed off. She is mad. Mother Nature don't like what we're doing, man. Nope. So it aims high to have all these social messages in there and it's trying to save the world too, man. And yet, it still does a lot of dumb things. Man. Was, it's trying to be so you. smart. Yeah. It still does a lot of dumb things. When they get that nature message in there, it's like, uh-oh. Yeah. It gets heavy-handed. Yeah, man. As if it wasn't a, You couldn't stop at sexual child abuse and all nah. you know and oh man we no nah, we gotta save the planet too <laughs> little dash of environmental yeah. uh, 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 shit in there save the save the children save the planet right <laughs> drink your milk stay in school right. <laughs> eat all your drugs <laughs> stay off, drink your greens stay off milk stay off milk keep on drugs yeah, man. Yeah, this movie it has so much to say and still does a lot of dumb things. It's like that weed dealer that you know of that's really smart. Oh, and, and, and philosophizing. All, always dropping some knowledge. You, know, you are like, damn, that's good. But always doing some dumb shit, man. Right. <laughs> Ain't got a job yet. You know? he's, over there, he's over there dropping some heavy shit on you. Like, and this is how it goes, man. Just so you know. All of a sudden, his lights get cut off. Yeah, like, that, yeah that's what I'm talking about. You pay yeah. your goddamn bill, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, yeah, man. Yeah. That kind of dumb so smart. shit. Why you don't do some dumb shit like that? That was an easy one, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just pay your goddamn bills. Why your car getting towed? Yeah, we, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Help yourself to whatever, man. Right <laughs> yeah, man. 
Yeah, you know, the dude is always, but he's always, he's got potential dropping knowledge, but always doing dumb shit. A dumb shit is always happening. It's like, man, you know what? It, at, at, you got the potential. Right. At least meet up to your potential. You're a smart guy. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's kind of what this movie's like, man. The reason why is because it's trying to walk the fine line between an art house movie and also a mainstream horror flick. It's a, it, man, this is pretty much, it's a B, it's a B monster movie. Uh, it's a, you know, like you, like with a werewolf. It's a B monster movie. Mm. It's a creature feature. Okay. But instead of like a werewolf, you got a, a, a were deer. Whatever. Oh, hence yeah. the name. Okay. Hence the name. Antlers, yeah. You know, this. A were deer. A were deer, yeah. Okay. It's, it's a B it's a monster flick with ambitions. I'm intrigued. When I say ambitions, it's a B monster movie with ambitions that has a lot of smart things to say, but does a lot of dumb shit. You know, you know what this is? Really, I said the weed. Do you know what this really is? What's that? It's that Negro that went to jail. Oh, shit. And read a book. Right. You know what I'm saying? Read a couple books and be like, no, yeah. I, I got to let you know how this goes. He read a book. My brother. Yeah. <laughs> he read a book, got his GED, yeah. and man, I, I'm conscious now. Right. See, 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 what you don't understand, my brother, is 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 when you do things this way, it's like, hey, don't you guys see your parole officer? Get the yeah, fuck he, on, man. Oh, yeah. Thanks for telling me, brother. <laughs> hey, can you pay for my coffee? Right, right. Yeah, okay, yeah, I man, guess. It's that dude, you know, he's... Got his GED. He's conscious now. He always tell me, yeah, man, I, I, I killed some people, but I got something to say. You're right. I'm conscious now. Apparently, I'm it's, not, apparently it's not I'm sorry. Or... I, I've been reading philosophy and law books. <laughs> because you had to. Yeah, because you had nothing better to do. That's why I got You went there and tried to get right, motherfucker. That's the only books they dropped off in your cell. Exactly, <laughs> man. So does it work as both? Does this work as both a mainstream horror movie and a deep philosophical art house movie? Can it actually work as both? Does it, can, does, does it have that balance? And can it still please both crowds and, any, and everybody or anybody in between? Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer for Atlas. And we'll be right back after this. What is storytelling? Storytelling started with our indigenous people. Can anyone give me an example of a myth or a story they're afraid of? <laughs> Fuck! Shut that shit quick. <laughs> Fuck! What the fuck was that thing? What's going on? We found a part of a man in the woods today. Part of a man? I guess the other half was found in the mine. All this has got to be an animal, right? No animal I've ever seen. Something is going on with Lucas. These drawings belong to a student of mine. This is what was in the mine. It's a diabolical spirit. Excuse me, this is a myth. For you, yeah. White man? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
He's like, all right, motherfucker, go ahead. Don't believe me. <laughs> you next. <laughs> Spirit eats, ignorant white boy. <laughs> I'm cool. He's not your responsibility. He has no one. He is my responsibility. He'll come for me. He needs me. Well, that creature gonna have a good meal if he get a hold of Jesse. Now tell me, boy, boy, goddamn, man! I was just looking at that. It's like they shot that brother from the side. I was like, yikes! I ain't even trying to. No, I'm not even trying to make fun of. But do you remember when they did El Camino, the the yeah. that, that sequel to Breaking Bad? They did flashbacks. Yeah. And creepy Ty was that big. He was supposed yeah, to be a yeah. teenager. <laughs> was like, come on, man. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No. And bring it back to the end that long ago to where I'm like, I remember how skinny he was in that show. Hell when you, yeah. So you just want to laugh at that. He's here. Okay, before I answer any questions about this, I would say, you know what? If you're an art house horror person, this is a, a perfect double feature for you. Hmm. This 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 works perfectly as a double feature with Lamb. And that cat always that cat. gets me. A, that cat's like, really, y'all? Y'all gonna keep this shit? Yeah, yeah. Right. The cat's yeah. like, all right, motherfucker. Y'all I told know you. what this is? That's the, uh, that's the, uh, that's the movie with the uh, the, the lamb. The, the, that's a look. The the, the the mutant little girl lamb movie. The, the, the hybrid. The hybrid. There yeah. you go. The hybrid mutant sheep movie. Mm -hmm. The hybrid mutant lamb movie over there. This shit works perfectly, almost as a companion piece with that. You could almost. You could almost walk out of the ending of Lamb and walk into this movie, Smooth and they would almost they okay. would they would they would almost be like those two like like Antlers picks up right after this in no. a way, right. almost. I was gonna say almost in a way because <laughs> we both seen Lamb. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> they, I mean, they both got they both got mutated animals that you can eat. Okay, unless they <laughs> unless they eat you first. Right, right, right. Yeah, man. Now, to answer your question, I asked you a little while ago, does this work as a, a, a horror movie for the mainstream and also an art house movie for the art house audience out there? And the answer actually is yes. Yes, it does. Uh, you know, this is, a, this is something where the art house in this doesn't mean that it's pretentious or boring or anything. Mm -hmm. It just, it, I'll tell you where the art house comes in with this because, like I said, this movie has high aspirations. But the plot here is set up very much like a B movie or a B monster flick where you got these guys, they go into a mine, fucking around, doing something they shouldn't do, right. and they unleash something. Mm -hmm. And that thing is starting, it has an appetite, whatever it is, and it's starting to wreak havoc on the town by. Eating people. Like <laughs> no any shit. good old-fashioned B-movie horror flick does. Right. The difference here is that when normally the whole city is trying to 
stop this creature because the creature's eating everything in his path. For some reason, it doesn't eat this little boy named Lucas. And I'm not going to tell you why. You have to see the movie for yourself. But not only does Lucas befriends this creature, but Lucas has to go out and find food for it. Because no. that thing, whatever it is, is locked in a room and it stays hungry. So poor Lucas right here, in between, in between going to school, in between doing his homework, now he's got to go out and kill things and bring this home for this creature to eat. <laughs> like he doesn't look creepy enough, Lucas. No, no. <laughs> Why well, you think they're friends? Yeah, you know like, like a human glass of milk <laughs> with a wig on. <laughs> like friends, he said. Uh, the shit that creature looking at like you know your ass is way too skinny. Dude. Right, right. Shit, <laughs> Weird looking. Yeah. Hang on me. Yeah, shit is a snack. Go out there and give me some food, boy. <laughs> yeah, I know you ain't got no friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now between that, you have Carrie Russell who plays a teacher who has her own troubled past right here. Between this dude having to go out and find creature uh, animals for this creature to eat, and her having some mysterious background. That has caused her to want to drink sometimes, cause some strife between her brother, played by Jesse Plemons. She <clears> connects <throat> with this kid, and they bond over over this troubled past that they have. What could a woman who has family problems from her past? What could she have in common with a kid who's in friendship with a giant man-eating creature? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, when you put it like that. Well, when you put it like that, you'd be surprised how you can have that in common. Um, you know, to, to, like I said, man, the art house stuff here falls with the character. You know, they have these <clears throat> these characters are what are bringing in this issue of sexual assault. But also, you have, in addition to sexual assault, child abuse, it also and and climate change or or, or environmental damage, uh, it also tries to go in and tackle like the uh, poverty and, and neglect. Okay. The forgotten people who are out there who. But the indigenous? Yeah, no, not not no. no. Oh no, the poor white people. Okay, no, well in that <laughs> the case, the poor white people who have <laughs> uh, the you know the 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 uh, uh, the, the what do you call that the uh, oh what was Trump? I was talking about that epidemic that they got right now with the opioid, the opioid, uh, opioid, epi oh, okay. the opioid epidemic. You know, uh, uh, small town poverty and those forgotten few that society chooses to overlook. It sounds very heavy handed in a way. It could even sound pretty goddamn pretentious. I understand that. I understand that. But I'm going to tell you the story of mm -hmm. overlooked poverty and neglect actually weaves in pretty well with the story of sexual abuse. Uh, and like I said, that's how the characters connect. Watching those performances and not making it all about the creature all the time that's just going around eating people. A lot of time is spent on characters. A lot of time is spent on trying to figure out what is going on with these people. Like I say, Carrie Russell. And they do it slow too, man. I like the way they gradually introduce these people's problems. You know, they, they don't they don't go in deep, they don't go in immediately. They actually give little clues and hints until you finally figure it out and they just lay it all out there. So it's kind of cool the way they actually build character as well as building this mystery as to what this creature is. So that, that's kind of cool because it sets a, it, you know, the, the movie's very moody. Okay. So the, the, you know, that also sets a mood right there trying to figure out what is going on with these characters. It goes very well with the tone and the mood that they got going on here. Um, you know, the kid, the kid that plays Lucas, now, this kid is, uh, I got to tell you, man, this, this creepy little bastard right here, he is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's actually pretty good, man. Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that, 
that is Jeremy P, uh, Jeremy T. Thomas, man, that plays Lucas. You know, it's man, it's real tra tragic what's going on with him because they make him they make him the victor and caregiver and breadwinner all in the same oh, one, wow. man. His like his scrawny little ass. Look like he ain't ate shit in weeks. Right. He out there trying to trying to feed a creature that's <laughs> ten times bigger than right, him, man. Right. I feel sorry for his ass. Like he, you can look at his little ass and tell he's malnourished. Right. He ain't eating nothing, man. He barely eating barely, you know, he barely can eat a piece of fruit. And out there trying to sit up there and hunt shit like a caveman for this creature that he got in the house. You feel I mean it sounds funny, but you feel bad for him, man. <laughs> Like this, yeah, like, okay, man. like this fool kills a skunk and he's looking at it like I sure could eat that. But yeah, he, yeah. But he, he he takes it home to that creature, man. <laughs> well, maybe he'll leave me the tail. Yeah, no, no, not, no. Just, not again, not again, huh? All right. Got his ass out there. His little ass is out there picking up roadkill, man. Oh, he took a feed the, the, yeah, the monster. Yeah, he's looking at roadkill and looking at uh, uh, creatures that were killed by other animals and just picking up scraps <laughs> to take it home. To I felt real bad. I was like, you know, that the creatures. I was angry. I wasn't as much scared as I was angry at that creature. I was like, why are you putting all this? Why are you putting all this, uh, this pressure, this, this pressure, and this responsibility on this little boy? How old you think he is? Oh, I don't know, eleven, ten. He's eighteen. <laughs> no, he's, okay. no, no, no. In the movie, he's twelve. He's thirty-five. Yeah. No. <laughs> the only reason I, I went, up, I went, I, I upaged it is because I think that that's, I thought, I figured that's what they're trying to do. But if you didn't know, you think he was like eight, no, eight like, or yeah, nine years old. Nine he might actually old, yeah. be eight or nine in real life. I don't, I forgot to look how old he was. But in the movie, like they do a good job. Like, like he's in a classroom and he's like he's. He's the scrawniest one in class, man. Yeah, I saw his classmates. That's why too. Yeah, they do. They do a, they do a great job. They do a great job at uh at making you feel really bad for this kid, man. You know, they show you what, like, what the kid has no friends, and gradually the kid is just going back to school. Like he, at first is okay. At first it's like, <laughs> look at your ass wearing them uh goddamn uh, Kmart clothes you got. Right, right. And then after that, it's not it's not just that it's not name brand anymore. The shit is all dirty. No. Then he keeps going back. His clothes have holes in them. <laughs> I mean, it's like, Jesus. fuck, man. Give this kid a break. Yeah. You can buy him an outfit. Not, yeah, man. <laughs> He's looking at it right now. You want to help me so goddamn much? Give me some new clothes, bitch. He's <laughs> 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 talking about, we got a connection. Connect me with some clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with some new threads. Shit, connect me with some food. Goddamn, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. You, you're not going to eat all that. Let me yeah, yeah. Connect me with a Happy God Meal. Goddamn, I'll take the asshole if you, yeah. you want to give it to yeah. me. Shit, please. The skunk asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that's a skunk. Yeah, I'm fucking starving. I would literally take the ass end of a meal right now, please. <laughs> Sitting in class drawing creepy ass pictures. And yeah. Oh, you ain't like you don't hear me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did somebody say I got that kid? That creature got that kid in child labor, man. I know. Yeah, that kid is the the man of the house. Yeah, he's a bitch. There's a really great scene, man, where I'm talking about the closeness that he builds with. Uh, Carrie Russell's character. Mm -hmm. She plays a teacher named Julia, uh, a sixth grade teacher named Julia. She's a. There's a really good scene between her and Lucas where they have ice cream, man, and that's what I'm talking about. There's a lot of character that they try to build over time with this movie, and that is that's cool that they do that. Uh, I always think that, you know, look if you're gonna make 
a slasher movie or a monster flick where the whole thing is just to go out and kill people. That's awesome, man. But it's you know, and I, and I love that. But yeah, you know, what fun. usually makes a, a horror movie rise above the typical or average horror movie is that they don't build on the creature first. They actually build all the characters around the creature first. And sure. And center on that. Otherwise, it's just meat for the grinder. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. So that's what they do here, man. I like that, though. That's yeah. How, you know. And for those out here saying, okay, what the fuck is this? This is a, a Hallmark movie? That's not what I'm coming here for. What, what, what are we going to do with the horror part? Where the, where the horror at? Yeah, the horror. The horror. Where the horror at? Well, there's plenty of you who will get that if you go see this movie, man. There's plenty of horror for you. Um, mm. Lots of gore. <clears throat> lots of gore in this movie, man. Look like in the trailer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, that monster tore that, tore that one dude up. Man, there wasn't nothing mon- left. That, that monster's eating flesh like pulled pork, man. It's, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he, I mean, I, you know how they, because the creature, like, just eats very feral, man. I mean, it's it, like, it don't just chump ahead. Like, it grab, before it kills you, it makes sure it gets all the fleshy parts while you're still alive. Oh, so, man. yeah, man. So, don't get me wrong. There's tons of blood and gore and violence in this if that's what you're going there for. They, and it's just not one group either. It's anywhere from raccoons to bears to grown-ass man. <laughs> I get it. Man, there were, there were times when just the dead bodies... Was shocking enough. There's so many dead bodies. Like they, sp- we spend so much time looking down at dead bodies. Like we're the ones doing autopsies here, man. Yeah. And they're actually pretty cool. The dead man. Seriously, like, like I never thought I would look at dead bodies in a movie and think like, wow, they did a good job at showing how this thing was mangled, man. Yeah, like something out of Are You Afraid of the Dark or something like that book. Oh yeah, that man. Like this is even of- worse. Like I mean, they actually show how and they describe it like this creature, the way it kills. Whoever's doing the design or the or the, uh, the the effects for all the dead bodies here, like they go through and they actually show you how this animal. Well, not show you, but you can see the wounds where this animal where he fed has, on. has has uh, has tore them apart, where yes. it has mauled them. Like you see the the teeth marks on one part, you see the claw marks on the face, and you see where how it was torn apart. Like they took very special attention. To, like I, I wanted these people like have PTSD because they would actually have to look at real like pictures of real maulings. Sure. To see Actually, how that was done. Yeah, to like, be accurate about it. The, it. Gore is one thing when you just want to see a kill, but the attention to detail that went into like making these bodies. Yeah. It was actually, it was pretty, it, it, that was pretty respectful, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the creature design in this is, <clears throat> is pretty, it's pretty awesome. Uh, the reason why is because the producer on this, you had a couple of producers that you might be familiar uh, with. Your with boy. Uh, David S. Goria for one, but then, hey, my monsters, hey, yeah. Guillermo del Toro, man. Yeah. Who, who apparently just finished a coke binge. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody behind me, man. <laughs> this fool, that's not That's not a picture. That's him at home. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, exactly. That's not him at some wax uh, uh, museum. That, no. That's, that, that's in his hallway. That motherfucker, that's, his, that's him on his way to go to bed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or to go take a shit or something. That's him on his way to the, that's him on his way to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, he got, got reading book, material. Got yeah. Book, yeah. That mother about to go take a shit with the book of the Necrocomicon. Yeah, can, can I help you? This is good reading. Yeah. I'm taking your shit. Got, got mummies and, and things with, with, the, with the nooses around the, right outside yeah. the toilet. Right outside the toilet and shit. Do you have some TP out there? I'm out. That is book to read the Necrocomicon while taking a shit. I'm going to tell you something, man, just an aside. So Guillermo del Toro, he, I think he had a hand in designing this creature 
And you know this man loves his monsters, man. There's so many yeah. interviews. We're like, I love monsters, monsters. I love my Let's monsters. Get the shit out of me. Oh, I just got to hanging out with some monsters. They're awesome. <laughs> and we were at his house one time, Martin and I. And we were in his attic. And now I know you think, what the fuck were you doing in his house? It's not like we broke in or some shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. And his house looked just like that. <laughs> we were we were in his, like he had, not his attic, but he had an upper room. Might have been an attic, but he had this up this whole upper level. And Martin and I were, ro- were roaming around his house. And this is no bullshit, man. We were in his house, all right? We didn't break in. I know. We didn't break right. in. And it's funny. We, now, that would be some Three Stooges. Should we break into his house and start looking like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scooby, <laughs> three Stooges be Scooby-Doo or whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly, man. Running from ghosts and shit. But no, we were... The reason why we were uh, at Guillermo del Toro's house, it was... I'm not going to go through the whole details. Uh, he had an assistant here in town. His assistant held some kind of thing where uh, some auditions for something. It wasn't even auditions. They were going to make a show. And he said, we just need an audience there. And we were at his house. And Martin and I went around roaming where we shouldn't have. Yeah, I'm going to say, y'all going through people's shit. Yeah, we went, I mean, seriously, we, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. Martin and I, when Guillermo del Toro lived in town, we went through his house and go, walked in places we shouldn't have. And we <laughs> we went to a room because it was a, it was a cool-ass house. Yeah, sure. And so we couldn't help it. Like, you start looking, you just keep walking and walking. And we, we went to one room, and that shit was dark. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was like this. It was, like, it, was it was dark, and we caught the light. It was like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Can I help you, gentlemen? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> no, he, he wasn't even there. But no, he, had, sure, yeah. he had shit like that, like mummies and oh, Frankensteins sure. and shit in his house. I'm, I'm surprised the door didn't slam behind you. Yeah. Locked. <laughs> Yeah, man. And, 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 and the floor dropped out. Ah! <laughs> Slide down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Throw your ass outside. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> In the graveyard and shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that shit was crazy, man. It was almost like he had it set up for you to like wander into his house. Sure. And cut on a light. And it's like, fuck! <laughs> so, yeah, man, we were around his house. And so this guy loves his creatures, man. And, and it shows in this uh, creature design that he has here. Uh, what I like about the creature design is that it's never put in full light. It's either in silhouette, you see an arm, or it's lit to where you can't see all the details. You see all the details on all the dead bodies and whatnot, but for the creature, they keep the creature just always just kind of in a shadowy, uh, in, in a, in a shadowy lit area, so you cannot see the complete creature. And it does that because I think they always want to keep you guessing what it looks like. Sure. You see it out there. Don't get me wrong. You see the full creature, but the way it's lit in shadow a lot of times. Mm-hmm. thought that was cool, man. That's always scarier, too. Yeah, man. Because, you know, when you when you watch a horror film like that, when they show it, show it, you're like, all right, I get it now. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. And then, and then yeah. they keep showing it, and you've already seen it. You know, you're not really scared anymore, but like when they keep showing it in shadow and they always that have is, a silhouette, yep. your mind your mind goes all these different places. No, you you know? you, you you hit it right there, man. Uh, you know, when they got this creature, first of all, they don't there's a transformation that happens, so it keeps you wondering what's going on with it. What is this thing? What is it turning into? Some freaky shit that happens in one of these transformations here. Uh in and they don't show you too much. They show you just enough to say, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. And it's a slow reveal for the creature, too, each time it's starting to change. So, you know, you don't see, not only do you not see all the all of the creature at one time, but it's a slow build between all these different stages of whatever the hell this thing is. And all that just fucks with your mind, man. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it gets continuously freaky. 
Uh, now, having said all that, because I do like this movie, man. I think it's very cool. I think they actually, right. like I said, it's ambitious and those, and a lot of times it reaches those levels that it's trying to reach. And they're already a very, they are a stretch almost, and they and it's working. So why the hell are y'all gonna come in here and do all this, all the dumb shit that we see in horror movies all the time? You know, we're talking no. about them dumb horror movie tropes is the <clears throat> word people love to use, man. <laughs> Like they do shit. Like in this. going through people's shit. <laughs> yeah, well, that's know. always one of the ones I can't stand when people start when they start exploring and it's like you know you, you, you nobody does that you're not supposed to be in that room you know I can't you know what I'm saying dumb movie tropes and I did I did exactly what one of the characters did in this movie that I criticized for I even have it written down here why are you wandering through somebody's house that right. you shouldn't that you shouldn't be doing that you shouldn't be wandering through and you see a bunch of scary shit. Okay, guilty. I die. All right, but I, so I speak from so experience. But there are moments here. Well, in this movie, it's like, why are you walking through this house when you smell death? Flies buzzing. <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to be in there anyway. Right, right. It's like the moment you walked in and there's death, the, the stench of death in the air, and you hear, sure. you know, there's a dead body in there. Right. Get the or fuck some, out of there. Something's dead in there. You don't want to be near it. And you don't want to be near it. Uh, another thing here, man, is. You know, uh, in this, someone hears, someone hears a sound, and what do they do? Instead of like getting the fuck out of there, they come that flashlight. Investigate. Got got to see what's happening. Right. Oh shit! On the case. (laughs) You know, know, they got always got to solve the case. Nope, not me. And they always, they never call like, I need backup. No, they always no. go by themselves. They've been I calling for this. backup through the whole movie. Right. This one time, they're like, no, I got this. How <laughs> the fuck are you going to do this at this moment? I ain't no bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always like, whenever you're going where you're not supposed to, you sit up there looking for the longest time, it's dead quiet, and you never hear this big ass 10 foot creature right. run up on your ass behind run you. Run up on your you, ass. You yeah. never hear. You know, it's like the monster's like doom, What is that? It's like, come on, get the get get the fuck out of here! And by that time, shit has already gone down. Where you should be suspicious anyway. Exactly, man. Exactly. And then your partner never call up until your ass is gone. Hello, where are you? Exactly, Joe. Joe, speak up. I wonder what happened to Joe. You know, you you know what the fuck happened? Right, something ran up on him. And boy, and here's another one right here. Look, I know that so maybe this this is actually kind of tied into the lore of what's happening here, so I ain't going to say too much. But, but it is one of those things where, hey, hey, listen, if you're in a town, especially near a wooded area, and shit goes down, people start missing, go talk to the local Native American. Oh, I knew that. I I saw that trailer. I was like, they they hired one of two Native Americans you always see, either him or Wes Studi. Oh, yes. And it's all, yeah. Yep. Him, if you can get him, because he's old and wise. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if there's a a Native American nearby, he got all the answers, (laughs) man. All the answers. Well, in your woods, here's how it happens. Yeah. You know, at the beginning of the movie, they took his ass to some mines, and they said, what do you think? He's like, Oh, this means this and this and this and this. Oh, I know all this shit. Yes, yes. Right, right. What the fuck were you doing here? <laughs> you know, he knows everything. <laughs> Being white. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, come back to the house. I have a book that'll tell you everything. Of course he does. Yeah, a man. magical book. A ma- yeah, a book <laughs> that'll tell you Jump everything. Jump off the shelf by itself. <laughs> <laughs> they always have a book and they always know the, all the lore and everything else. And by the way, you know... 
that's another thing with this, man. So the origins of whatever is happening here is, as I told you, it's in the mines. Not mined as like coal mines here. You know, this is where the big environmental message comes in mm. with this. You know, uh, In the mines, M-I-N-E. M-I-N-E-S, yeah. So, you know, looking at this, I'm like, okay, you, you mean to tell me that these people have been mining coal for years they done been down to all the depths of these of these tunnels and everything, and ain't nobody been snatched since then. Ain't nobody seen no goddamn creature running around. Ain't nobody even like caught a glimpse or heard a crazy noise. All of a sudden on this one day, this happens here. Or maybe it's a or maybe it's an annual thing. I don't know. Or every ten maybe it's like it. Yeah, like every ten years when I say yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's an annual thing. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. So, you know, I'm not gonna nitpick on that, man. Uh listen, it's ambitious to say something in a movie to make it rise above the horror here. And a lot of people don't always succeed at that. They always try to, you know, they take on too much or it misses his mark or it starts out strong and just loses itself because it wants to come become yeah. a, you know, a horror movie. Uh, and that's, that's, this kind of slips into that, man. Like I said, you know, we start getting into these tropes. Really, it's the, it's the dumb, it's, it's the dumbass character trope that I hate. Okay. Sneaking off by, you, by yourself and right. all that kind of stuff. You know, and they did, and the reason why and this is why I don't like what they did in Halloween. I don't really, I really don't like what they did with it here. Um, you know, it's one thing to say people are dumb, and that reflects real life because yes, people are very much dumb in real life. Sure. But like we were, I was talking to Carlos about Halloween, and I didn't say it to him at the time. I think we just stopped talking about it because I don't care if it because I liked Halloween. I didn't care, but I thought the writing was lazy. Why? Because. Every person there in that movie was dumb. The latest Halloween Kills. Mm -hmm. Every person in that movie was dumb. And it got to a point where almost Michael Myers was the hero. Because all these people are so dumb, <laughs> in my opinion, they deserve to die. <laughs> so, yeah, man it's, man, it's fun to watch if you just want to watch for the kills. But that's why they were dumb. They were dumb just to set up a right. cool kill. Sure. And that's what they did here, man. You know, they got to the point where we need to see some cool kills. And so we just we just uh, set these character, characters up to be stupid. And for Halloween, that's a little bit passable because that's a straight-up slasher movie, but still, it's lazy writing just to make people dumber than usual just so we can kill them easy. But for this movie, it really stands out because this is a smarter level of film, and we shouldn't just be, you know, the tropes we can still have there. People can go off by themselves, but can you write that a little bit smarter so it just doesn't seem like we're just setting this up so we can look at somebody get gorged? Now, let me ask you this. <clears throat> when you say that, are they said are they betraying these characters because they set them up not to be so stupid, or are these other characters just coming in to act dumb? Oh uh, well, that's a good question because some of these characters they don't really have. Well, that's another thing; they don't really have any character until they come in to get killed. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, like you, you have the the other characters. You said they, they got some good development, but I guess the other people do come in as meat for the grinder, which I guess you have to have if you're going to have a horror yeah, film. Yeah, they yeah. got to do something stupid. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, but even if they're, they're not characters for a long time, the movie's written well enough in other areas where yeah. it's like, all right, we fine, let's do this, man. You got to kill him at some point, but let's let's uh sure let's you know let's just write it just a little bit better. We don't have you know if you're not trying to be average, then don't be average. Uh, Jesse Plemons, man, Jesse Plemons is that guy's become, he's becoming he's becoming Jesse Plemons in everything that he's in. But I like him. I like him. There's there's a he's what the, do you mean by that? Well, because you know Jesse Plemons has. Like a lot of people, I mean, and that's not bad because Denzel Washington is usually Denzel Washington that's when he's true. in a movie, you know. Jesse Plemons, we're starting to see him in a lot of things now, and he's still Jesse Plemons. But I guess his performance stands out in that he has this real subtle relationship with his sister, and 
you know, their, their exchanges in like small little exchanges, small little bits of information. So it worked that way. They're good characters, uh, you know, and they, and they, it looks like their story is going somewhere, but it doesn't. It's mostly about trying to set this woman up to connect to the kid. That's the only thing I wish that they just expanded it just a little bit more because there's a really cool story going on between him and his sister. But, you know, they don't, they kind of dropped that quick to become the monster movie. Yeah, mm. uh, man, you know, I like, I like the film. I did, man. I do believe for the most part, for the most part, I'm telling you now how they have, you know, they got all the uh, the gore in there. They got the horror in there. And it's, in, you know, that stuff is there for the horror fans who are very, very mainstream horror fans. Uh, but I don't think you'll be thrown off by all the character development and all the art house stuff that they're doing here. I don't think that's going to throw you off at all. I think it's actually working to the, to the benefit of the film. And by the time we get to the third act, when we're talking about my complaints, that's going by pretty quickly. So I don't think it's going to, you know, this is this this movie works better than than it doesn't. Um, it just feels rushed near the end. Mm. That's about it. But man, no, it's uh, this was this was uh, it was uh, it was very for the most part, it was also very well written. You know, I've, it's a very heartbreaking <laughs> film when it's done, man. You know, at the end, we have a big climax with the creature and it's not one of those climaxes where oh my god we killed the creature and saved the day hurrah it's actually it's one of those few movies where the ending is horrifying and very tragic at the same time man yeah. I won't tell you why it's, it's it really does have an ending where I don't say I'm not gonna say I teared up and cried but I was like oh man never had a chance oh you know <laughs> yeah it's it yeah it, it it's an ending that really does work except for the part afterwards it's like the, the end or is it? You know, that shit. But yeah, man, if you want me to get right down to it and give it the... Um, oh, and just one more thing here. I told you, the way the movie's filmed, it's a lot of great mood in here. You know, it gets... Uh, you know, it's one of those movies that's perfect for Halloween because everything, everything is lending itself to the setting of the mood. The lighting and the creepy houses. You know, I do like the lighting. I see yeah, that. the lighting. That kid, you know, that kid lives in a house and there's a, there's a, there's a good excuse for making that house as creepy as it is man so you know we get the haunted house feel but there's a good reason for that but just the the you know the whole town is shrouded in gray man i think this is in oregon the whole town is shrouded in gray um you know it's always uh you know it's a very depressing season that they're in it's cloudy it's rainy all the time it's a movie that actually it fits halloween the mood of halloween very well mm -hmm. Uh, it's a depressing kind of Halloween movie, but it fits Halloween very well, you know. Uh, so if you're watching this, there's a reason why they're releasing this near Halloween, and it works, man. So if you're looking for something, here's the perfect way to put it, man. If you're looking for something to watch for Halloween at the theater, and you've already seen Halloween kills, or you don't want to see Halloween kills because you want something just a little more, I guess you want something a little more deep, you want something a little more art house, this is the perfect thing for you. And uh, for all those hard fans who have seen Halloween Kills, but I think this is an extra bonus right here for you to have. Matinee is my oh, wow. yeah. rating right here. Yes, Straight Matinee? Straight up no Matinee, man. Yeah, straight up Matinee. Matinee. Some of y'all can probably figure out what's going on with this, but straight up Matinee. Enjoyed it. Like I said, watch it. You know what? Here's what you do, man. Watch. Start watching Lamb. <laughs> you got to finish Lamb, though. Watch Lamb and then go into this and then end it off with Halloween Kills where first you... I guess first you're killing sheep, then you're killing deer, and then just work your way up to the main course of human beings. Right, <laughs> human flesh. Yeah, you, exactly. Actually, the you know, lamb wasn't even as long as you might think, as people might think. I said, as no. one might think, I should say. 
No, no, no. Lamb is actually just an hour and what forty minutes. Yes, I'm saying it's it's pretty short, but it just it feels long. Not to get into talk about Lamb, but it just feels some parts feel longer because they do drag some stuff out. Yeah, yeah. If you watch this, and you're you want, waiting for something to happen, yeah. like you're on your edge of your seat. And like, yeah. If you watch Lamb and then watch Atlas and then watch Halloween Kills, it's like you have like it's like a this 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 almost like you have an uh like a full course meal. You get you get your lamb appetizers over there. <laughs> Get some deer sliders. And yeah, then Michael deer serve sliders. up the, Michael Mike, Michael Myers is serving up the main course That's of right. human arms and legs, man. He's so, ahead. Yeah, man. Uh, there you go. go it's, it's a full meal deal. That's right. A spoon fist. <laughs> a sp- <laughs> I guess the other half was found in the mine. All this has got to be an animal, right? Angie's List is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.